Welcome to the gaming's greatest generation podcast where we discuss news, reviews, and all things video games with your hosts the OG Leo Holly, the overachiever Mark Lombardi, and Mr. Contradiction himself Matt Harms. Stay tuned for ways to connect with the G3 community, contribute to the show, or tell us about your greatest gaming experiences. Now, let's get to the show. Greetings, gamers, and welcome back for another episode of the G3 Podcast here for episode 72 on January 13th, 2023. We've got, uh, you know, a substitution of sorts, but uh, nevertheless, uh, it's going to be a pretty wild house tonight. You got yours truly, known as Ice on all things gaming and social media, and you also have, rounding out the middle... Mr. Mow Them Down, and joining us once again on the podcast, a special guest. Steve, a.k.a. Caritas. Gentlemen, what's going on? Let's start with uh, Caritas, our guest. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm, I'm a good man. Just chilling out. You know, playing some Call of Duty. Max. A little bit high on life. Some Trek to Yummy. And uh, just hanging out. How you been? Whoa, 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 Steve. I, you know, I've been good, man. You, you're, you sound like you're really good. You got to save some of that for the podcast. You got way too much energy coming in hot off the ringer here. Speaking I got of the a lot ringer, of energy, man. Yeah, speaking of the ringer, let's let's go ahead and let's let's bring it down a notch. A little, little cool, a little laid back. When Mister Mow them down, what's going on, brother? What up? How's it going, G three fam? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I'll fill in for Mark and be the quiet one this evening, I guess, but. Uh... Yeah, shame I couldn't have got him on. I'm assuming he's all tuckered out. But uh, but I'm good. Hope you guys are good. It's nice to get Steve back in for an episode. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what kind of news we got in store, I guess. But, uh, but Leo, how you been, man? What's going on, dog? I... <laughs> hey, you know, uh, it is good, I guess. Uh, happy, you know, uh, happy belated birthday. Yeah, I wasn't really going to bring it up. Uh, ah. Yesterday was the birthday. and uh, He's 19, everybody. You got yep. there. You got it. You got it. 19. <laughs> a whole, a whole <laughs> one nine plus, plus two decades. Um, but yeah, I went ahead and uh, had a nifty little app on my phone, and I let fate decide for me um, what it was I was going to be doing <laughs> with my birthday weekend, which coincidentally rolls in with uh, an extended weekend that I get from work. And conveniently both spins it's like a little wheel thing both spins came up and it said game marathon so guess what i'm doing mass majority of my weekend i'm gonna be doing the game marathon so i've had a lot of that and i'll save some of the what i've been playing for later on in the show but uh speaking of playing it seems you know like like when we talk about some of the news uh it seems like some of these companies are playing with our hopes and dreams, gentlemen, because if you're not aware, for all of our listeners out there, CES has now come to a close, a consumer electronics show. They had a whole bunch of stuff that they showed. We've got a bunch of different sources that we reference from PC Gamer, CES, CNET, um, about a bunch of different things that went down at the show, uh, some of which game-related. You know, CES in general goes with consumer electronics, so it could be gaming, could be something else. Uh, I mean, they talk about cars, they talk about tech, they talk about the whole nine. So I know Mr. Mow Them Down has been dying to go ahead and tell us about some of the, the wildest stuff that he saw. Uh, Mo, can you give us like maybe three things that you saw 
I'm not going to restrict everybody, but let, let, let's let the rest of the table have a little room to eat. You know, what yeah, what yeah. kind of three things would you say you saw out of CES that kind of most impressed or caught your eye? Man, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I mean, realistically, there was some interesting things that came out. Um, for me, I'm you know focused, I guess, on uh, display tech or whatever. So uh, Samsung's talking about their you know micro LED that they're continuing to refine and try and make cheaper and everything. And it's going to be a while yet, but uh, it's got, got a lot of potential. And then there was the, uh, just the quantum dot display where it's just quantum dots or whatever. That's going to be even farther in the future, but that also sounds interesting. Um, otherwise, I don't know, all kinds of stuff, really. I mean, you know, automotive, the automotive developments were interesting to see. I don't know how, you know, much I'm going to invest in any of that or whatever, but always kind of curious to see, uh, you know, Samsung and Sony and whoever else I'll get in the game. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the display tech was definitely uh, hot, hot out there this year. Um, checking out a little bit of the micro LED that you're talking about. You got some absolutely stupid response times. Um, yeah, I think nanoseconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Samsung's touting, touting like two nanoseconds. I was like, right. so basically, like by the time Just you touch the yeah. button, the game's already like waiting for you to do something else, right? Um, just moving super quick. I know there was also a lot of discussion insofar as um, 240 hertz OLED uh, gaming monitors that were going to be coming out too. So lots of lots of good stuff in that realm. Uh, Steve. Caritas, the man, the myth, the legend. Did you catch up on, on CES and what kind of things were you interested in that you saw? I did. My So my interest was kind of very limited. My interest was strictly with display. You know, um, I just, you know, I, I want good display. I want good gaming capacity. I want a TV that can keep up with my game, right? So I'm I'm very excited about that, and that I know we already kind of have that, but I I'm very excited about the fact that we're kind of going all in on that to an extent. But nothing else really excited me. It just kind of was slightly disappointing, almost. It just wasn't anything that's new. It it was just kind of the old routine of we'll make it slightly better and then we're going to piss off somewhere else. Yeah, no, I can I can definitely see where you're coming from with that one. They they didn't have a lot by way of, you know, 5G tech that was shown. Uh, a lot of the display tech that you're talking about, like we said, whether it's OLED or micro LED, like was just small incremental changes, right? It wasn't yes. necessarily like monumental knock your socks off kind of deal. Um, like when it comes to the display tech and stuff, I'm personally still waiting for 8K uh, OLEDs or micro LEDs that can go ahead and, and really just kind of wow me. Um, but yeah, we didn't see much by way of uh, 5G tech like they were touting a while ago. Um, they didn't really tout much in the way of, from what I saw, like personal convenience tech. Like we saw some other stuff in the past where it's like, 
I don't I don't know who the company was off the top of my head, but they had like or, or what was it like the Google Google glasses back when that you could like see addresses yeah. and whatever when you're walking That's by. That's about five years ago. Now. Yeah. So we haven't seen much of that stuff lately. Um for for me, it was a little bit of that. I'm gonna imagine some of that disappointment comes down to supply chain stuff, right? Like we're still in something of a recession. Uh, the supply chain stuff is still going going on, going strong. Hopefully, we're going to come out of that here in the near future. Um, but outside of that, yeah, there wasn't really a lot of wows. Uh, for me, some of it was the display tech. Some of it was performance stuff. LG's got a 97-inch uh, wireless OLED. Probably going to cost, you know, you basically have to sell your, your newborn yeah, infant five, to go ahead grand. and be able to afford it. Yeah, it's going to be something insane. Um, no, Steve, it's going to be way more think, than five grand, bro. <laughs> uh, 25, 25 yeah. grand is, uh, apparently now that's the wired version. Um, I don't know how much the wireless and I still, I didn't get as in depth as I wanted to, to figure out the tech and how it all works. Um, we also have, uh, they did a little bit more, uh, when it comes to gaming related stuff, the HTC Vive XR elite as if we didn't have enough, you know, acronyms and whatever. Um, so it's basically the newest VR AR headset coming out. Um, and then the other two things that were of note to me personally was uh, NVIDIA going ahead and announcing their 4070 Ti, their RTX 4070 Ti, which I think kind of everybody knew was coming. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everyone yeah, kind of knew sure. that was coming with the, with the rack and stack and the breakdown of how the card performances went. And then uh, surprise, surprise, the it was essentially a like a 4080 or what should have been the the 10 gig 10 gig yeah 10 gig 4080 mm-hmm. um and then the other thing was how uh nvidia apparently went ahead and um also talked about hey all of the um uh nvidia now right geforce now is now going to be bumped up their ultimate tier is now going to be utilizing 4080s uh to go ahead and push out you know, that top tier uh, quality gaming, streaming, whether it's using the DLSS 3.0 or what have you, but touting those 4K resolutions. So that way, if you want to get, uh, you know, that buttery smooth gameplay, you can go ahead and get to uh, enjoy that if you're subscribed to such a service. Um, I know, Matt, you were kind of talking about GeForce Now is the, the whole uh, ultimate GeForce Now service moving to the 4080 card. Is that something that you're interested in? Uh, from what I've seen in like preliminary reviews of the upgraded service, I'm, I'm going to wait for a little while, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's still an intriguing, you know, proposition. It's something I'm going to keep my eye on, but as I've said probably numerous times in other episodes, I, I do feel like that's ultimately the way that everything is going to go, you know, shifting toward rather than maintaining and upgrading, you know, consistently your own hardware or whatever, you just make a smaller amount of units that are more powerful and just, you know, everybody can stream on that. It's an internet infrastructure increases, expands, gets better. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know that I'm, I'm a wait and see on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure the bigger thing that you were uh, looking forward to is the, the you scan, the thing you put in the toilet and it basically, uh, takes yeah, dude. reading of your pee and, and yeah, tells you, was, like, how healthy you are or whatever. I was kind of tickled by the uh, the e-reader glasses or whatever with like the e-ink display and the glasses. Like, why? Why? I don't... <laughs> I, I didn't understand that personally. That seems... For $350, like, 
but I, yeah, I, I could definitely do without, but, uh, whatever they're trying, you know? Yeah. You know, you actually reminded me because especially with, um, so I need, I need to correct myself from the last episode we recorded where I talked about like some of the goals for 2023 that I had. I said, one of them was, um, read to read, books. I think it was read five books, re, uh, finish five games. It's actually read 12 books and finish 12 games. So I had higher, much loftier goals. And, um, you know, I find it kind of difficult that the times that I want to read is usually like kind of chilling out, laying down before going to bed. So the, those e-readers, you know, if they weren't such a, such a remarkable price point, I'd probably be, you know, pretty excited to, to go ahead and get my hands on those. Cause that's a whole lot easier than like holding a laptop or something. I don't have a dedicated e-reader right now. Um, so that might seem like an easier way to get a hold of it. And ladies and gentlemen, a late entry to the show. We've got none other than Killionaire. Unfreaking believable. Hail to the king. Snipe 90. <laughs> the king amongst men. Mr. Yeah, Snipe 90. What's going on, brother man? How are you doing? Uh, all right. Rubbing the sleep out of his eyes. Yeah. Amen. I was about to say, no worries. Snap I got enough kiss. energy for you. I got enough energy for you. Wait, wait, you can you can take your time waking up. How how you been doing? How you been feeling? How's everything going? Uh, it's going good. Just, just tired. Just tired. <laughs> Roger that. We will uh are are you ready to go ahead and give us your your take or do you wanna you wanna pass on what you thought of CES this year? Uh yeah, just pass, just pass. <laughs> All right, noted. So, uh, yeah, so basically, once again, folks, CES coming on uh, proved to be something, eh, you know, interesting at times, lackluster at others. Uh, but some getting back to the heart of what we talk about here at G3, which is gaming, um, it seems like there's some new innovations, although a bit questionable on, on the impetus for it. Uh, PlayStation went ahead and took to the stage and uh, Mr. Jim Ryan himself during CES announced a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, he reminded everybody that the PSVR 2 is going to be coming out next month. I believe it says February 20, 25th, 27th. I'd have to double check the exact date on that one. Um, that being said, uh, you know, kind of reinforcing the point, hey, get ahead of it, get your pre-orders in, etc. Uh, I'm pulling up the site now just to make sure that I'm not out to launch February, excuse me, February 22nd, not 25th. Uh, but he also went ahead and mentioned that PlayStation is going to be coming out with an accessibility controller codenamed Project Leonardo. So um, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, and then, of course, you know, with everything that's been going on, supply chain and otherwise, uh, he had to take the opportunity on stage to mention that the PS5 has now sold more than 30 million units. So, you know, we got PSVR 2 coming around the corner. We got Project Leonardo, their accessibility controller, which literally looks like a piece of Da Vinci work. Like, I, I have a hard time trying to contemplate how that thing is actually going to operate based on what we've seen. Uh, and then also announcing that the PS5 has sold over 30 million units, which we don't really have metrics on how the Xbox series consoles have sold, but you know, it's nice well, to I tell nevertheless. 20 million in like December. So last, last we heard, yeah, the rumors, 
uh, was uh, the rumor mill was saying that it was around 25 million, but we still don't know where they are exactly. Xbox doesn't no, I thought it was, properly report those numbers. I thought, I thought it was 20 million series consoles back in December, but it was it was a 25 million Game Pass subscribers. Oh, I do stand corrected. Yeah, that was the case. Yeah. Um, Why would they report? any of that no so there's there's an old there's an old adage from back from the 360 generation um when some of you know there was the most cutthroat competition and it was said um i can't remember the exact number uh but i want to say it was something to the effect of the ceos or, or the heads of the gaming families were touting once you hit 50 million you already you know hit what you wanted to by way of market saturation and you've won that console generation so whether or not it actually comes to that i don't know i stand by the different metric of attach rate don't tell me how many consoles you sold tell me how many of your first party titles you actually have sold so if you tell me that you know spider-man marvel spider-man goes ahead and sells 20 million units uh you know basically for the ps4 generation but you've got 120 million ps4s in the wild that's not really a good ratio. And when you're talking about them wanting to sell the consoles in order to go ahead and entice customers to buy more games, it, that just doesn't compute to me. Now, that's just me, um, but nevertheless, good on them for with the supply chain issues and everything, getting to that $30 million. Uh, Matt, you seem to have some, some, some feelings here coming up on whether it's PSVR 2. I think we talked about that on the show before. We'll give Steve a chance to chime in on that one. But Project Leonardo and this $30 million number for PS5s, any... Any thoughts on that one? I mean, good for them on the 30 mil. I think that's solid, and I'm sure that will continue to grow. I am unclear on, I guess, your whole attach rate thing or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, as as a uh, platform holder or whatever, making the hardware, I mean, their main you know, goal is to sell a bunch of games on it and make a bunch of money off of it. Doesn't matter if it's their first party or a third party. Or whatever, you know. Yeah, they sold 20 million Spider-Man, but they sold, you know, 25 million Call of Duty copies or whatever, you know, who knows? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, um, Project Leonardo, I'm glad that they finally, you know, recognized that you needed some help and uh, are going to provide that. And, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't really have anything special to note here. Uh, it's great that they are making the, the uh, I guess, taking the step of trying to you know reach out and and help out uh people that may have difficulties in playing games um you had alluded to maybe some some dubious uh intentions behind you know stepping their toes in that obviously meaning that they you know are second to the uh the the race there after microsoft did the same but i still think that's a cool way to 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 try and you know reach out to, to some more gamers or whatever um I am always kind of curious about the cost of these things and whether or not you're maybe unfairly punishing somebody who wants to enjoy these things when you're like, well, here's all these peripherals, but uh, they're super pricey since they're limited in demand. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Still a nice thing to see. Uh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure what you were referring to there with dubious comments, but my, my point was if I'd made any point about Project Leonardo was, yeah, they... They are second out the gate by way of controller, but not necessarily second in the accessibility game. I mean, you look at God of War, you look at yeah, Last of they, Us. They have, made, uh, yeah. they have made tremendous strides. I think Last of Us 2 is one of the most highly touted games by way of accessibility features 
that are built into the game itself. So God of War um, lauded for that as well. Yeah, God of War did pretty good. I think by way of like just pure sequel, volume of the features, I think Last of Us Two kind of paved the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, the point being, everybody should have an opportunity to play games, and at least uh, you know PlayStation is now putting money where the mouth is on the accessibility by way of controller um, as opposed to just in the software of the game. Um, while, we, while we go ahead and give Mr. Snipe 90 a couple more minutes to, to play catch up, Steve, what, what do you think about all Chug this PlayStation news? I know you're not traditionally a, a PlayStation gamer that we're aware of, but what are, what are you thinking about all this? Um, so my, 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 my thing is I love accessibility right i think as gamers as people that love video games we have to hold ourselves to a standard to where we are inclusive to an extent right like not going buck wild on that but we have to we have to have those games to where you know, you're hard of hearing. So we have captions. You can't read very well. So we boost the volume for you. We we have to do those things because gaming is not limited to people like you, Leo, you, Matt, you, Mark, or me right gaming is all inclusive we have to be acceptable of all the various factors that lead into that right we have to we have to strive for better okay now i will say this got a war ragnarok goaded Straight up goat. Got to wear Ragnarok with the accessibility options. Very good. Got to wear 2018. Very good with the accessibility. Turn on Ragnarok. I really think that Tell we just, it. we need to be us as gamers we need to be accepting of people that may not be like us and also we need to encourage game companies to all people kind of make games that are more inclusive just in life in general please (laughs) and in life in life in general yes 100 percent, matt 100 percent we need to be more inclusive now i think playstation is doing a really good job of that xbox and eh, adaptive controller they were there first bro they're 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 doing it but playstation is doing it a little bit better and i mean like a little bit like just that right there nah, i get it right yeah. Definitely support the the initiative for from both fronts. Yes, hundred percent. After all, video games are all fantasy fulfillment. We're doing stuff we yeah. can't do. Might as well, you know, 
Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's video games are fantasy fulfillment. They are a narrative that occasionally we can sit there and go, "That's really awesome." I wish I could be that person, right? That's it. But if we make it more inclusive, people that may not have the advantages that you, like you, Matt, you, Leo, you, Mark, you have those advantages. Those people, some people don't. And they love to see these characters or these games to where they sit there and go, oh, I, I am that person. I, I, I understand that person. I, I want to be that person. We should have that 100% of the time. Yeah, most definitely. Um, 100% agree with you. I think definitely that uh, we can all agree on all those sentiments. And not just to broaden that speech a little more and then kind of condense it back. Obviously, we're talking right now about accessibility in the form of physical handicaps, right? Um, but when it's out, it sounds almost kind of, like uh, broadening that out to yeah, and exactly. Steve, Steve's <laughs> going into into a whole other you know epic discussion yeah, yeah, that we probably right. need to table that for. A I'm, go, I'm going way down deep level. Yeah. So that that being said, Mark, you know when you when you try and fulfill your fantasies uh, and and you stop looking at some of those other websites, what 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 do you hope to you know, go ahead and see coming out of PlayStation here with Project Leonardo and, you know, does that does that 30 million PS5 sold entice you to want to be 30 million and one? Or are you still sticking with PC? What, what's going on with the, the PlayStation love there? Um, so... Be a part of no. the crowd, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no purchases for me still, uh, sadly. Um, uh, I'm not going to go too far into uh steve's uh well put uh points there but uh yeah they, i mean it's nice that you know they're 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 thinking of uh everyone as a whole um you know the controller is one thing and then as you, we all seem in ragnarok it's they they stepped up their game with uh keep throwing the accessibility word out there so it, it, they really stepped their game up uh, that there. So I, it's going to be a new... They set the bar, so I feel like it's going to be a new normal uh, thing for, like, especially these you know, larger you know, AAA titles. and like, you know, to, to, to reach the broader spectrum, like, everyone can enjoy it. So, um, yeah, they're, they're doing the right thing. As far as the uh, controller is concerned... It's not something I'm going to be messing with, so it's tough for me to you know, really put a uh, opinion on it. Uh, it might work for others, but uh, the, the name's kind of a little wonky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where they came up with that, but uh, it's it's you know completely left field from the Xbox. Um, what do they call it? It's just adaptive controller, it's right? It's adaptive controller. Yeah, or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> admittedly, I, I will say I'm curious to see 
how that actually works in practice, like Leo was saying, it's, you know, the design of it is very interesting looking, but uh, right, it right, right. it's actual very, it looks very compact. And like, that was one of the things with the adaptive controller is they, you know, like have it like spaced out so you can, you know, even if your dexterity is lacking or whatever, you can make sure that you're hitting the controls. Right. And stuff. But it's, I was, it's still... I was kind of looking at the Leonardo thing and I was thinking, man, I would have trouble with that. Like, what are you? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if, if they're actual buttons, it's one thing, but like they might be, might be like a. It's got sticks a, in the center of it, and like, a, like sense, a ring of buttons around that, or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, like that, and not an actual physical button, but like might, uh, might be able to like you know rub your hand on it, and might. Yeah, that's possible. Input, yeah. So, the issue is adaptive controllers are adapted to a certain subset, right, of people. So it really shouldn't be called adaptive. Well, no, the Xbox thing is adaptive because they semi-adaptive. It was it was adaptive because you can adapt it to various uh, levels of disability and stuff, whatever, with different peripherals and whatever, and also the way that you can re like. No, I I I totally understand that. The controller is adaptive, is what it's... <laughs> the controller is obviously adaptive to an extent. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously everything has its limits and capabilities. <laughs> yeah, I think It the big can't thing turn is, into a transformer. I think, I think the big thing is obviously we're, we're going ahead and we're applauding PlayStation yeah. for even making yes. the effort, right, to try and yeah. reach out to... Uh, less abled, uh, less able body yeah. gamers that can that can now get to experience this stuff. And you know, we keep talking about God of War Ragnarok because uh, it went ahead and God of War Ragnarok got the uh, accessibility award at the the Game Awards this past right. year. So, um, so yeah, all good things there. Now, when we talk about being accessible in in a different sense, uh, some other news came out, and everyone was hot on the heels, just waiting for this announcement, and it was. The Xbox Oreo partnership, right, guys? No, I'm just Oreo kidding. It wasn't. Part- that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that we was the Oreo. thing. That was a legit thing. Uh, apparently, yeah. funnily yeah. enough, though, they're only going to be available in Europe. So it's like, <laughs> why are you guys messing with us? Um, yeah, but that is when we funny. talk about when we talk about accessibility in other sense, we've got Xbox talking about us as gamers, consumers being able to access a little more information about some upcoming titles. Uh, in the form of a developer direct that they have announced coming up on January 25th. So uh, it's going to be a Bethesda-centric, uh, well, Xbox and Bethesda-centric event uh, where we're going to hear about some deep dives. We're going to see a little bit more about some of the upcoming games and particularly the titles that they have made note of is Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. Now, not Mark, I know you are not Starfield, not Starfield. They have gone ahead and they have explicitly said that there is so much content uh, in, in a deep dive available for a deep dive for Starfield that it's going to come at a later date. And I'm sure that, you know, it's going to go ahead and take a, a whole bunch of time for that one. But Mark, let, you know, I, a little birdie tells me you have been dying to hear about Minecraft Legends and your wish has been answered, sir. You're going to get to go ahead and hear about Steve and all the things that you can do in the world of Minecraft. Is this is this developer direct something you're going to, you know, you're going to save the day for? You're looking forward to looking into some more information about these titles? Uh, I mean, I will say the uh, Minecraft Dungeons uh, 
got me into Minecraft a little bit. Uh, I'm not saying like full blown, you know, game and building and all that stuff. Uh, I feel like they took the dungeons and the, um, I guess, regular Minecraft and kind of squished them together in this uh, this title here. Um, so, I mean, it's probably something I'm gonna. It's definitely gonna be on Game Pass, so. Uh, I'll dabble with it a little bit. Um, Redfall, of course, uh, looks pretty uh, pretty neat. A little different for uh, for some people. You know, it's co-op FPS is always a uh, a good thing. Um, and of course, the uh, I say yearly, but you know, the next generation of Forza, uh, it just keeps upping the bar on that end with their. Uh, the graphics and you know, new cars and stuff like that for the gearheads, um, which you know I'm into. Uh, I'm sure Matt's into that sort of thing as well, um, especially with their uh, career interests. But uh, yeah, it's uh, all good on the uh, developer end for uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're at least going to give us a little more deeper insight to some of these things because, you know, the fans have been clamoring for it for a while. Steve, when we're talking about this developer direct that uh, Xbox and Bethesda are putting on January 25th, focused on uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends and Redfall. Is there any of those that, you know, have you been dying calling for more information about these? Well, Elder Scrolls Online is... I, I, I played it when it first came out on PC. Um, so it's it's very interesting. The ju Just the fact that they're kind of leaning into it a little bit and doing the de developer direct, obviously. Yeah, most definitely. And Matt, when we're talking about, you know, again, this uh, developer direct coming on January 25th, focusing on ESO, uh, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall, what... What are your thoughts on this uh, on this little mini showcase they got coming? And do you hope to see more of it, uh, more like it coming out this year? It, so if they're going to make this a regular thing, that would be cool. Uh, I got to be honest, if that is literally the four titles they're talking about, I'm actually a little bit disappointed. I'm hoping maybe they'll have some nice surprises in store for everybody. Uh, if you're talking about, you know, <laughs> a bunch of stuff that's already out and just, you know, that you're putting out some more dlc for like that's cool but come on man we we want to hear about some of these games you know i mean the starfield thing oh well you know we could do a whole hour on that it's like okay fine but i mean i i don't know we'll see but yeah i i would be more inclined to see about some some of the more exciting stuff that is hopefully on the near horizon or whatever and also not nah, mark i hate cars. <laughs> all cars no <laughs> Yeah, I can only speak for me, obviously, when I'm looking at some of these. Uh, ESO, I, I want to invest time and energy into that, that universe. I think it's um, it's got a lot of potential there. I think for me personally, it would be a little more worthwhile. Maybe, maybe they'll make my, my dream come true at, at this uh, direct. Um, I would love to see a little more uh, cross-save, cross, cross save, essentially, between console and PC. Like, I actually have them yes. talk, because right now they're two separate entities. Um Forza, you know, like like Mark said, it's it's the next iteration. Although I think uh, Matt might correct me on this one. Forza Motorsport Seven came out in twenty seventeen, I believe. Um, so I mean, we've we've had a couple of years now 
since the last Forza game. And so was it was it 15, Steve? Uh, no, no, it was like 17 or 18. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I thought no, it was, it was seven, I thought it was five that yeah. came out in 17. Seven was no, 17. No, 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 no. Five, five was, five, that was horizon. Five was, they hopped on the horizon wagon for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, horizon. They, they or whatever. It's too horizon anyway. Yeah, yeah. And even then, Force Horizon 5 just came out in uh, what was it, November of. 20, 20, 21, 21, 21. Yeah. Oh yeah. 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like Mark though. Uh, Minecraft legends. Um, I never got into the Minecraft games. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't know if legends or dungeons will be the one that I did toes in and then Redfall. I mean, this, this is, this is the crew right here. This is the crew right here for Redfall. We're going to go in there and we're going to have that shared world experience and, not make any progression if we deviate so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be completely honest like i i'm concerned about redfall man um don't be a coward I, I'm, no i don't know i'm waiting price. to see i'm waiting to see you know what i mean but even he was like no 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 like he was clarifying the whole did you guys see uh did, did you guys see the thing where one of the developers was talking about how you know oh no it is mm-hmm. actually an open world it's more like far cry or whatever um and then he went on to say and and we can honestly see why people don't actually do like open world and stuff you know we're not going to do that for all the rest of our games or whatever you know and it was like ooh, what what are you trying to what are you letting slip there man um uh, yeah i don't know we'll see i i want to be hopeful it's arcane you know they're good i just i don't think they're really yeah i mean i don't think he was liking it to Far Cry in any other sense other than that's right. Uh, in, in any other sense, then it is more open world structure rather than like dedicated missions. Because because a lot of people it, specifically it was about the comparison <laughs> to Left 4 Dead, where you have tailored missions that you're running through, and they're like, oh no, this is actually more of like an open world structure or whatever, similar to like a Far Cry or something. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd get you. I'd get yeah, you. But then went on to say like, you understand why people don't do that. So I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna view it as last half full kind of deal and yeah. say that they could see why developers don't usually do the open world thing yeah, in the sense I mean, of how many resources, say yeah, how much game that they made, how but. resource <laughs> intensive it is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so you know, looking forward to, I want to give them an opportunity. I want to give them an opportunity yeah, to go that. ahead and talk to us about the game, give us some some scoop because yeah, everybody's already kind of heard the the piece of oh, it's like Far Cry, and it's not like a Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood clone. It's like, well show me and hopefully they'll go ahead and they'll do that at that developer direct coming up later this month so again uh earmark your calendars uh youtube twitch uh january 25th and uh with that we basically come to the portion of our show that we like to call release radar so with that uh, once again, today, recording on January 13th, uh, and looking ahead, we've got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on PS5 and Xbox Series consoles, uh, One Piece Odyssey on PS5, uh, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC, uh, Gigantosaurus Dino Kart on, pop, 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 pop. Oh, my looks kids like all the that. things, looks like all the things on January 17th. Uh, a Space for the Unbound on PS5 for Xbox Series. Oh, yeah, all the things uh, on Switch and PC as well. January 19th, 
Colossal Cave on PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC on January 19th. Persona 4 Golden on Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on January 19th. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 Portable on uh, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PS4, Switch, and PC on January 19th. And let me check our dates. Yep, and we'll stop right there as far as our upcoming. So, uh, top to bottom, at least as far as I'm seeing them. Uh, Mr. Mow Them Down, what are we thinking? Any any games on their adventures? Uh, nothing that really, like, makes me, you know, ready to go out and grab it immediately. No, I, not for real. For real. <laughs> Sorry. Noted. And uh, Mr. Caritas, Steve, any titles on their adventures for you or the kiddos, apparently. You know that that dinosaur race cart game. I would totally play it with my oldest son, only because I want to crush him. I want him to feel disappointment. That's that's the dad spirit. Let him feel the pressures of life. If, if you're not first, you're <laughs> last. Lose, 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 lose. Um, also, like for real, Persona Four. Um, I played Persona games, you know, a long time ago when I was a young lad. So, yeah, I'd play it. Okay, rounding out the the team here, Mister Snipe Ninety. What are we thinking? Any titles of interest? Uh, mainly just. Well, I said this last week. Like the end of the year, it's kind of kind of slow for releases for. Stuff I would yeah, play, but just uh, past the holiday season, yeah. yeah. Uh, but One Piece Odyssey, um, I don't know if you guys are into that stuff, but uh, I occasionally I watch the show well on PC. I occasionally watch the show and I enjoy, I've had a couple of the other games, but it's it's an RPG, so it's a different take on you know what they're usually doing. It's you know, more of a fighting game or. Um, kind of a, not an open world. I forget the last one they'd had, but uh, it's a little different from you know people are used to. So it's um, might be something I could uh, you know get into. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, for myself, I, I I took a look at the One Piece Odyssey one. Other than that, there's nothing. The Persona games, I've never played Persona games, but I wouldn't mind yeah, getting into that as well. Yeah, I or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I mean, as we've joked about here on the show, you know, rolling into, uh, uh, we've developed a backlog beatdown game because we want to just really drive home how we need to finish a lot of these game titles. So I don't know if I'm ready to, to quite add anything else to the backlog just yet. But uh, like I said, if I was, it'd probably be a One Piece Odyssey or, uh, Persona 4 Golden. Um, so with that being said, that wraps up all of our major segments that we had planned. Now we've got some time. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we want to do this. You know, kind of the kind of the janky way. Um, now we're gonna skip it for the next episode. We'll figure yeah, out. Yeah, let's figure out how to do that. We all about yeah. that jank. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we have. Uh, I love the little game. I mean, we talked about it on the last episode of the show, but quite frankly, right, like, so everybody can understand how this plays. This is going to be our first game segment, our, our internal game segment here on the show. 
Uh, it's called Backlog Beatdown. And the essential premise of this is a little bit of incentive to drive us to go ahead and actually finish some of these games that are on our, you know, backlog. Does anybody want to go first? Sure. No. Sure. Okay. All right, Matt, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You said your uh, game nominations yeah, were... My three games are going to be Half-Life 2, uh, The Forgotten City, and Diablo 3. All right, cool. So of those, uh, which one do you feel you are going to put up to the challenge today? Oh, I thought you guys uh, were the ones that decided. Oh, oh I mean, we can. We can. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was the other very guy. well. That yeah, seems that seems fair enough. Half Life Two, Diablo Three, and what else? Uh, the Forgotten City. All right. So, of the uh, other Steve, are you going to be playing this or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you get a vote. You get a vote if you play. All right. Cool. So I need to make a make a column for Steve over here so we can go ahead and include him for the gameplay. Uh, so Steve, what would your vote be of those games? For us to mow them down to finish. Uh, well, f- a month. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a month, okay. Matt's going with a month. Oh, he wants the man. he wants the two game changer options. So, uh. <laughs> let's go Forgotten City. All right. So That's your vote's Forgotten City, Mark. What yeah. are you thinking? Ah. Uh... Uh, I'll sw- uh, Half-Life 2. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to go you, with... You go ahead and go for the third option so that we can have a split. Uh... <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> fun, funny enough, I was thinking Diablo 3 with Half-Life 2 as a second, so I'm going to go with Half-Life 2 as well to kind of keep the things moving forward. So, Matt, your game is Half-Life 2, and you've already said you have a one-month deadline to complete. Are you ready... For your end game spin. Ready for some poop? Um, uh, yes. All right, cool. Yeah. Let me. Things, right? Again, We're it's going to be. So, right this is your end game, right? Oh, this is your, your penalty, if you will, right? So, we got the wheel spin. You'll have to forgive me that we're doing it kind of this way. We'll, we'll figure it out better in the future. Audio listeners aren't really going to care, anyways. All right, ready? One, two, three. No whammies, no whammies. No whammies. <laughs> Uh, of course. Yeah, nice. What we get? Research repeat. Okay, so uh, if you go ahead and fail to complete Half-Life 2 in one month's time, you're going to oh, be no, doing all the research you can on the game and letting us know. It's been out for a while, so you sh- that shouldn't be a problem. I'll, I'll um, create a Big Daddy game. And... That being said, you when you do, since you got it one month, you get yeah. two Game Changer spins. Um now, mind you, mind you, you may not want to immediately use both of these, depending on what you draw. You may want to wait and pass until it comes up later on, but we will be using both of them by the end of everybody playing. Make sense? Okay, so it rolls over okay. into continuous episodes or whatever? No, 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 no. We're going to get done with all the the placing the game changers. What I'm saying is let's say you get a... Uh, Let's say you get a reverse. Yeah, you yeah. can't really use a reverse until right 
the first time. Exactly. So you're going to hold it until the rest gotcha, of us gotcha, draw. Gotcha. Make sense? Yes. Gotcha. All right. Sure. Cool. So you got two spins ready. Here comes the first one. So your first game changer is double down. So uh, uh, seeing as how you can't really double down on the research piece, I'm we'll not, go ahead. On. No, no, no. We're going to go ahead and we're going to say uh, one of the other two games, you will also have to double down on the research for. So uh, Matt or uh, Mark and Steve, what what uh, what game should we have him research extensively as a, a secondary to Half-Life 2? I'm sure there's a lot of info on the old uh, Diablo. Yeah, good God. Yeah, Diablo 3. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. It, it has to be a game that he picked. No, this yeah, is just this is game. for his this is for his end game and uh, and notionally for the ones that that were picked. Ooh. So either Forgotten City or Diablo 3. I'm going to have to go Diablo. Yep. I want to deep dive, good. Matt. And yeah. you know I'm a fucking nerd. I'm a ten page PowerPoint. And I know all about it. I was right. saying no. yeah, I want a like ten page paper on this. Now show. this could this could change things entirely right now though, because he does have another spin on, on game changers. Okay, ready? Here we go. It'll be whatever the other terrible one is. I gotta double down again. Uh sneaky swap. So what this means, if you choose to use it, you can hold out. Um, although, honestly, I don't see why you would. Um, you can go ahead and change your designated game from Half-Life 2 to one of the other two games. So considering you already have Double Down and you have to do research on two games, if you chose, let's say, Forgotten City, you're going to go ahead and now be doing the, the research on Forgotten City and Diablo 3. Yeah, I don't want to do that. So you could use the sneaky swap no, I'm to change it to one of the other that. games? No, I'm okay. Okay. So you're only using one of the game changers. Uh, and we're saying research on both Half-Life 2 and Diablo 3. Put that down times two. All right, cool. Uh, who, let's, uh, yeah, who wants to go next? Mark, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, Mark, your games were? Uh, I got Cult of the Lamb. Sad to say I haven't finished that. Crash Team Racing. An oldie, but it's on the Series at, uh, X. So, I, you know. And then Psychonauts 2, uh, which has been, sadly, in my backlog for way too long. All right, sounds good. So of those three, uh, let's see. It's going to be between uh, Steve and Matt and I to go ahead and pick the game. I'm going to say my, my vote's for Psychonauts 2 because that's – I'm, I'm going to give you the gift because I think that's too too good of a game. So I've heard. Uh, yeah. That might be on my, my backlog later. Too good yeah. of a game to not play. Steve, you agree? Yo, 100%, man. Okay, 100%. cool. Uh, Mark, what's your completion time? um i think i'm gonna stick with the month as well one month okay cool so you're gonna get two game changers after we figure out what your end game is are you ready for your end game spin 
Go for it. All right. I hope you're watching. Sachitos, Sachitos, Sachitos. Dry spell hell. If you do not complete Psychonauts 2 in a one month time, 30 hours of your normal gameplay window, you will not be able to play anything. So if that's like four hours, you know, in the evening time after work, multiply that to figure out how many days you will not be playing any See game. Guys next whatsoever. year. It was nice knowing. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, that being said, let me make sure we take note of that. All right, cool. So uh, since you're doing the one month, though, you do have the opportunity of two game changers. So are you ready for your game changer spins? Hit it. All right, let's see what happens. Hot potato. potato. So you have the opportunity to go ahead and pass off dry spell uh you could pass it off to matt since he's the only other one that's that's played right now uh i mean you could i guess pass it to steve or i or you just hold on to that one and do it later on do it kind of tactically and figure out what everybody's got going what do you want to do i'll hold you're gonna hold okay cool second spin you ready yep I was really hoping he was going to get the research one on this game. I was glad I didn't have to run back. Hey, he's, he's, got, he's got dry spell. That's almost worse than research. That, that is the worst. Well, no, it's not the worst one. But it, elimination. Well, it is the worst so, one. So <laughs> you're in a good spot, dude. You got elimination <laughs> and, you, and you got dry spell. So you could go ahead and completely eliminate your end game of dry spell. Um, and that's it. So you might as well. Or we said hot potato. <laughs> You could go ahead and pass it off to somebody, or you hold on to elimination and you wait to see what everyone else plays. <laughs> and then, if you want to use it later on, you know, if you get tossed something that you weren't crazy about, you can use it later on. So, what's what's the what's the word? I like, I like the tactical approach. Okay, <laughs> so you're holding on a hot potato. Yeah, you're holding on to yeah, elimination. Um, Steve, since I'm hosting, I'm, I'm making the call. You want to go ahead and give us your three games that you're putting down on your uh, your list? Sure. Yeah. All right. So what Other three Scrolls games? Oblivion. <clears throat> Whoa. So this is Whoa. just the story. Yeah, That's well, a... but so, I mean, what do you yeah. – we'll, yeah. we'll say the it, main it, campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, main campaign. Yeah, okay. So Elder main Scrolls list. Oblivion. Main campaign. Bold move, Cotton. All right. This is game. You have not finished well, this. Yet. Got we did, yeah, that's, this is bold. I mean, I guess uh, yeah, we have, two what's kids, his time frame? Is he, play, is he giving his time frame yet? Yeah. <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's that zombie frame, game? I mean, it's what, which zombie no, no, game? No, no, no. The the one that's like not Dead by Daylight, but uh, uh, oh, back uh, what are we? Dead by Daylight. No, Dead not back to Blood. Dying Light. The one with the Dying part Light. Dying Light. Dying Light. Dying Light Two. Dying Light Two. That's a that's yeah, okay. a large one as well. He's yeah he's he's being that bitch. Gotta be honest. Balls out, gotta be honest. Balls that one's out. much more realistic than the uh, the Oblivion. Like, he's going the, the Oblivion. He's Oblivion. The main quest is actually relatively short, but to be able to get through it, you need to go through the rest of the game. But uh, and I'm feeling last, anxious for Steve right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared game. to see what his third one is. Evil last game. Yep. 
Super Mario Sunshine. No. Okay. Super it's Mario Sunshine. Get a little surprisingly not a short one. Weird. <laughs> What's the yeah, time? Say, isn't Sunshine like a 30, 30 plus hour game anyway? So yeah. So Steve, these are these your your hope. Hold on, dude. I gotta I feel like I gotta throw you a lifeline here because these games seem I guess like, I chose before you guys picked or whatever because I was confident in all my three or whatever, but does he get to pick his time frame after we pick up the game? I guess that would be I mean fair, right? it yeah, essentially. I just wanna like make sure they meet the bare minimum. So uh Elder Scrolls Oblivion technically main story is twenty seven and a half hours. This isn't uh, according to how long to beat, so Saved by the bell there, just barely. Um, Dying Light 2, uh, again, the main story, 24 hours. So, right. again, in that window. And then the last one we said was uh, Super Mario, Mario Sunshine. Sunshine. Super Mario Sunshine, according to how long to beat, main story is 15 hours. So, he's got to kind of kind of spread there. A little, little on the heavier end, but... They're all legal by way of the time frame because we're not trying to have, you know, like ESO online or something where you're going to be going crazy forever. All right. That being said, are you ready for the back? Wait, actually, disregard. We got to go ahead and figure out the game. All right. Mark, Matt, what, what are we thinking here for Steve? I'm going sunshine. I'm going to be an evil bastard and I'm going to say oblivion, but I hope he at least gives himself the three months. <laughs> oh, man. I was... I was thinking Sunshine, Sunshine was do it, do it, do it. It's the All hardest. Right. It's the hardest Mario. It's the, <laughs> it's the hardest Mario for fifteen hours. All right. Uh, since this is Steve's first time back on the show in a while, yeah, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Sunshine. Uh, let me make sure. Yep. we're going to Oblivion. <laughs> we, we he's we gonna do it for you. We got to pick for you. Hold on, let me make sure. Okay, cool. So. Uh, yeah, what's your time frame, Steve? One month, two months, three one months? Month. One month. All right. So one month. So that means you're going to be getting uh, the end game. Let's Those figure teams. out what your end game is. You ready for the spin? Yep. I need to get like sound effects. This is this is pretty, this can be pretty intense right here. Oh, wow. The custom shirt chaos. So... If you go ahead, I feel like this is not embarrassing to you at all. If you don't complete Super Mario Sunshine in a one-month time period, we're going to be getting you a custom I Lost Backlog Beatdown courtesy of G3 Podcast shirt that you're going to have to wear for 30 days. Uh, you know, basically in your spare time when you're not wearing work outfit or what have you. All right? I work What's that work from, you know, when you go in public, then the times that you do and uh, you got to make a good concerted effort to to get out in public. All right. So you got two game changers. You ready for them? Mm-hmm. All right. First spin. What are you guys thinking? Is this kind of fun so far? I don't know. All right. First one is reverse. Uh, so... Nobody's thrown anything at you yet. Um, so you got a reverse option in the event that somebody does go ahead and throw something your way, uh, which really I'm the only one left to draw. But if I w- was so inclined to throw something at you um, or Mark still got his hot potato option. Um, so, yeah, we could see what happens there. Right. There's still something to, to happen. But you need to have actions 
befall you before you can use the reverse cards. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Second spin. Ready? Let's see what happens. <laughs> ah. Double down. Uh, so you would have to wear the shirt for two months uh, when you go out in public. So that, that might be a stinky shirt at the end of it all. But um, yeah, so that is what you're going to be dealing with um, if you go ahead and do not complete Super Mario Sunshine in this set time. Making sure I'm making sure we get all I'd, of our I'd notes. I'd rather have other scrolls or Oblivion. I know you would, but you didn't get to pick that. So, <laughs> all right. For me, um, my three games were Mass Effect 3. I think I'm somewhere in the 10-hour range of finishing that one, and that's yeah. something that Matt will hate me for if I don't. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I don't honestly know where I am in relation to completing that game, but I would wager I still have at least 10 hours. Um, and then Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. I just dove back into it. Mark uh, is probably the most familiar with the game. And I'm still, I just now opened up the second world. Two out of those three are very, very conservative. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm okay going ahead and having, you guys know how many games I have. I, I honestly thought about throwing some other crazy ones in there for the first iteration of this game. I was trying to go a little bit on the lighter side, but. If you were to replace Kirby with something, what would it be? Um, so I thought to myself, um, because on the PlayStation side, I'm, I'm feeling a little weaker as well. I thought about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, because I still have probably one. a ways to go in that one. That's probably more in the... the uh, I'm having a hard time thinking. I want to say probably around 20 hours at least that I've got left in that to finish just the story. Is that, is that what y'all are doing to me right now? You're swapping out one of my, well, one of my... Kirby, you can beat in two days. Um, Odyssey, probably three to four. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, oh yeah. Hundred percent. That's a different story because you know it's going to take you we're like fifty hours. We're, yeah. we're not talking one hundred percent. No, no, no. It's just no. getting paid completion. Mass yeah. Effect. You said about ten hours left or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So relatively. The problem. Right, so huh. The problem is, is it the first one or second one? Zero Dawn. The uh, first one. Three is. Oh wait. A minute. Uh, the Zero Dawn. Oh, sorry. Rob, oh, I don't. This is toughy I mean, for Leo because, like Zero Dawn, it's it's a he was really good. With his picks. <laughs> it's a good game to not just focus on the story. Yeah. Um, so to to put uh, him out there, Mass Effect Three, Mass Effect Three, the main story. Yeah, I'm gonna have trouble with an open world. Uh Because yeah. I will, I will squirrel on that things. Uh, Mass Effect 3, 24 and a half hours to complete. So again, I'm probably 75% through that. So that's where I had like one to 10 hours. That was my low ball. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, we're looking at, it's a, 
Oh, I did not remember that. 12 and a half hours to complete. I feel like I've spent way more than 12 and a half hours in there. That's because so that, you're a completionist. That might be, that's true. That might be a little more on the low ball. Yeah, completionist is 62 hours. So um, that's how I've gotten hung up in that game. So that that's a low ball too. I'll admit that one. Uh, and then Horizon Zero Dawn. Let's see. Like 12 I mean, hours. you guys know all the games or most of the games uh, that I've got. Horizon Zero Dawn, so mainline. Uh, is 22 and a half hours. So that's, and I'm probably eight hours in. So again, that that's a modest number. You guys need me to swap out one of them. Okay. Let's, let's, let's swap out one for something well, more ambitious. So we, all, one, I guess, but... well, we already got zero dawn mass effect three. I put on there. How about, um, Oh, let me see. What are we looking at for this one? What let, let's put it this way. What system? And that will help me narrow it down. Because you guys know I have freaking everything, so it's going to be a little difficult. Mark, what, what, what's the verdict? What system? Do you... if I'm, if... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty good spread right now. We got an Xbox or a title that I have on Xbox. We got a Switch. And we got a PlayStation, but if I was to swap them out, you already said Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, so we're going to pass on you. Uh, Steve, are those titles good? Do I need to switch them up at all? What if we, what if we all challenge ourselves? Your side. Your side. Right. Your side. Go up, all four of us. Matt? I'm just Matt, kidding. What you said. Never work. Huh? <laughs> all right. Is that good? We're good? Sure. All right. So, all right. so which game good. is it? Of Mass Effect Horizon. 3, Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon. Which one do I need to Horizon. Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn? All right. All right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to what, choose because I feel like... No offense, bro, but you're the squirrel. Well, no. Nah, well, realistically, if you want to screw him over with that, you maybe choose Odyssey or whatever because... No, nah, Horizon Zero Dawn, the campaign, is probably compelling enough to drive you to keep playing through it. But Odyssey is like, well, what yeah. about this hat? And whatever the, else, you know. Like, the issue <laughs> is with with Horizon Zero Dawn, you kind of sit there and go, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Because you're gonna, constantly trying to play it out. Explore. Yeah, I'll go with Dawn. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dawn. Right. Yeah. So every everybody's agreeing. All right. That's, I wanted to finish that one anyway, so it's not... Yeah. Too painful. All right. Backlog beat down. End game. Ready for the end game spin? All right. Fingers crossed on this one. Chop off your. Whoa. That's game not movie. in there. Weenus. Uh-huh. Uh, game movie goodness. So right. uh, I would be forced to go ahead. And it's so funny because that's one of the ones I actually wanted to avoid. Um, we pick it now. So, yeah, you guys get to pick the movie. And is. And. I mean, first iteration of the game. Do I have to watch it once, or do I have to watch it like all day? Like, what are we talking here? Killer clowns from outer space. I don't see you. Yeah, you'd be able to watch it all day. Then I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, over and over and over. Twenty-four. What seems? I'm not sure what seems reasonable. It's all just kind of for fun or whatever. Anyway. Um, all right. So just watch I the movie one time. Watch. Or what movie is the the worst? Uh, I don't know. I'd almost say what. What's like a postal by Super Late 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like what's a super late Resident Evil film where it's just got to be garbage or whatever, you know, something entirely stupid. House of the Dead. Evil. There was a House of the Dead movie. House of the Evil Dead. also did that. Any, anything Evil. that you would go. In fact, do a Uwe marathon. Do a Uwe Bowl marathon. Yeah, Uwe Bowl marathon. You have to, you have to you, marathon God all help the Uwe you. Movies whatever God you believe in. Over a month or something or whatever. It's whatever. all fucking these, terrible. These are game related movies, right? They, they are. Oh, yeah. House yeah. of the Dead, Resident Evil, whatever. Yeah, these are. Wasn't there a monster hunting movie that he did or whatever? I don't know. What Uwe Bowl? Garbage he movies? Uh, like, at U- least. Is it Uwe or is it Uwe? Didn't he German? I don't, I don't fuck. I'm not fucking German, I, man. I, I don't give a fuck. Look, here. Look at uh, me. Hey, Look at me in my face. I don't care. I know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that'll be fun. I've never, I don't think I've ever Good seen luck, bro. By this. It's fucking rough. What are we, how many movies are we talking Like the whole marathon of like however many I can come up with? I, I mean, a month's worth. It's like I 10 guess, minutes. It's how many did, uh, watch it a month? Far Cry. Chosen the time frame was, I guess. We'll do that Far Cry. There's a Far Cry movie? Yeah, bro. There's a Far Cry movie, yeah. Where the fuck have you been? What what if we do like five movies? Yeah. Five movies? Okay. You got got 14 hours of game left, 10 hours of movie. That seems fair enough. Yeah. All right, five movies. All right, cool. Uh, Zero Dawn. Uh, I really want. I really want these game changers, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the month train like everybody else and see if I can finish that story in months time. Uh, guess what I'm gonna be playing tomorrow. Um, so that means I get two game changer spins. Here we go. Ready, yeah, that's, one, that's what two, we've done. Now three. we now we'll ensure that we'll never play anything together. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see what is it? What is it? Double down. Double down. Oh, oh my god! So I have to watch ten. Oh, okay. 10. No, I thought we said 10 hours. Now you have to watch 20. Well, it's, it was five movies. Five movies. Right? That's oh, what came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right, oh, now you're so. watching 10 video game movies. Now it's 10 game movies. Uwe Bowl specifically. We might, I might ask for Uwe Bowl is going to cover five. Okay. Then you have the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, Doom movie. Then you have the 1991 Super Mario Brothers starring Street Fighter. Street Fighter's garbage. You can watch Street Fighter. Hey man, Actually, Street Fighter. Don't don't Whatever. ever fucking talk about hey, Street Fighter hey. like that. Come on, dude. Come on. Well, we got Street two Fighter's more movies then. Awesome. Yeah. The original Resident Evil movie. What? That's that's Uwe Boll. Uh, whatever kind of trash you can. That's find. not Uwe Boll. Alone. That's not Uwe Boll. Alone in the dark. Is that a game? That's not Uwe Boll. Yeah, that's Uwe Boll. Alone in the dark was actually a. Uh, TV show before it was a video game and a movie. All right, so I got five Uwe Bowl movies: Doom, Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Alone in the Dark. What's the What's the last one then? I'll I'll add to my own pain. Postal. Either Postal. I was gonna say Silent Hill too. Postal is already a, a Uwe Bowl movie. Okay. Silent Hill so. 2? Yes, no? To be fair, no, I think Silent Hill 2 is trash. So. <laughs> sure. Silent Hill The one. movie. The movie. Silent, Silent Hill, Hill 1. 1. I, don't. I want you to be tortured. Watch that. 
<laughs> my wife will watch that with me. I actually like that one. I want um, to be, d- d- oh, okay, Silent Hill three. I don't think. When was that Hill that dude movie. from uh, There Is? There the is. One f- okay. With that dude from uh, Game of Thrones, Jon Snow, Kit Harrington. All right. Well, let's see. I do have one more game changer. So let's see. This could change everything entirely. I don't watch any of those fucking movies. <laughs> oh. I already watched the Blunts and I was like, I'm going to Reverse. Okay. I, uh, so, I was mad. I was mad. He was right. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. Because, again, the reverse option, I need something to get thrown at me in order to reverse. So, uh, Matt, since you missed it, uh, I had Double Down. We kind of talked about some of those movies. And then uh, I also drew Reverse Card. So, uh, I'm just going to kind of hold that one in the pocket for right now. So, uh, going back through. Paul W.S. Anderson. uh, Going back through, Matt had... uh, What did you have? You had Research Times 2 and you threw out your other option. So. Uh, Matt's done. It was irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's good to go. Um, all right, cool. So then Mark, you drew next. Actually, no, wait, what? No, yeah. I didn't have research times two. It was just research. Well, but then you I had, had research double down as your game changer. Oh, you're right. Double down. Yeah. No, double you're down right. was your I'm game changer. Yeah, and right. you had. You are correct. One? Uh, sneaky swap, which is useless. So Sneaky swap. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead. All right, cool. So um, you're good. You're set. Mark, uh, you still got Hot Potato and Elimination. So Elimination is for your challenge. So <laughs> Yeah, for his own, his own personal challenge. Well, his own end game, yeah. which was Dry Spell. So, I mean, so really just, you know, instead of eliminating it. Well, actually, no. Don't these dudes both have whatever? Or we said Ooh, Hot yeah, Potato... Hot Potato, your backlog beat down the end game, maybe pass to another player. But then he's so he could pass him. dry spell to <laughs> someone else. He could pass it to Matt. Pass it, make Matt pass really it to hurt. me or pass it he to could Steve. Pass, but he Leo has the reversal or whatever. So, like, don't do it to Leo. Mark, don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to backlog beat down. All right. So, what's it, what's it going to be, Mark? What are we thinking? Elimination. Tactically, it's kind of either we haven't since this is the first time playing this, right? Like, I don't know how many times we're going to have to go through to say that people are solid. If you use elimination, then you could, I guess, theoretically hold hot potato in case something happens and someone throws stuff at you. But looking at what's everybody's drawn for game changers, I don't know if there'd be use for it. Otherwise, I mean, you Steve's got the hot throw. Potato. Otherwise, you could use hot potato and throw dry spell to somebody else and hold on to elimination to eliminate it if someone threw it back at you. We got mm. some second and third order strategy. See, this t- this took some thinking. I'm proud of this. This took some because <laughs> I knew you guys were going to be super tactical or try to be with it. Uh, so if I throw, just hypothetically speaking. Throw it at yeah. Matt. What do, what do I get? Hypothetically Nothing. speaking, if you threw dry spell, you get at the Matt, enjoyment of you no longer have an end game. You could finish Psychonauts two at your leisure, right? Or and not. then Matt's got research times two because he had double down, and he's got dry spell. So basically, 
he has to finish Half-Life 2 in the in that one month. Otherwise, he has to do research on Half-Life 2, Diablo 3, and then he can't play for um well shoot. Then it begs the question of would his double down count for the dry spell? Probably, right? Or I just play nice and then just eliminate my end game and and, and what does whole hot potato then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it, what, what do you want to do? I'll just, I'll just hang out, hang on out. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my elimination. I'll play nice. Okay, so you use an elimination. Yeah. So you still got hot potato if something that. So as of right now, you do not have dry spell. Uh, where's my strike through option? I thought I had a strike through option here. There we go. All right, cool. So you do not have dry spell. Um, all right, going over to Steve. Um, so you've yeah. got the custom shirt chaos, you've got double down. So we said two months of the custom shirt chaos and you have reversal. Nobody's thrown anything at you. So not, not really an opportunity to use that, uh, that reversal. So are you comfortable just sitting right now? Yeah. All right. So Steve's good sitting. And then it comes back to me. I had double down with all the movies and reverse, but again, nobody's thrown anything my way. So I'm solid. So as of right now, uh, I think we're all good to go. Uh, unless Mark, Mark is going to surprise use... hot potato, nothing. Cause he already eliminated his thing. Yeah. Like as of right now, I'm just trying to do Mark throughs and make sure everything is, is accurate. So literally the only thing left in play is that hot potato. That's cause that's the only thing that can be actively used um but not to do so anything yeah. because he eliminated this thing well this i mean so mind, if we'll allow it i don't know whatever so yeah it's yeah i mean kind of pretty much right we said you could use hot potato if something got thrown at you nothing got thrown at you so that kind of eliminates the hot potato piece, oh, I right? thought, well no i thought you could hot potato just your thing anyway or whatever he, but but he, he could, but considering he right. used dry right. elimination that's what i'm saying spell. yeah I just, yeah. Dude, just in case we want to go back on that for extra spiciness for the challenge or whatever. All right, cool. So I think we're good. We're good. Yep. All right. So for me, I got to finish horizon zero dawn story in one month. Uh, or if I fail, uh, I have to go ahead and watch five Uwe bowl movies, doom, super Mario brothers, street fighter alone in the dark and silent hill three. However, <laughs> if I complete horizon zero dawn in that one month time, I get to throw that at somebody. Um, for completing it right so if because there's got to be some benefit to, to winning uh matt if you complete half-life 2 story in one month uh or excuse me if you don't then you're going to be researching half-life 2 and diablo 3 and presenting it here on the show if however you go ahead and you do complete half-life 2 in one month uh you get to go ahead and throw that uh to somebody else and I mean, I'm not super opposed if you wanted to split it, uh, have one person research one one game and another person research another. So yeah. to be determined at a later time, I suppose. Uh, Mark, uh, Psychonauts 2 in one month. If you, I mean, you've got no well, end game. So actually, hey, so go back to that real quick. Uh -oh. So do I get to send my my 
modifiers also or whatever because because i mean the end game is technically just the research thing do i also get to send my well double down was the, double down was you your know. game changer right right so you would right. have only had to research well, one but so thing you but you had to research two so you get to send your game changer or would it be like everything i would send it to everything. somebody else and if they had double down then now they also have to do the double challenge or whatever uh i think you can only send what you've got well no no, no. i'm saying so so I have double down, so I would have to do two times research. If I sent it to Mark, who did not, he would maybe only have to do research on the one game. But if I sent it to you, for example, or Steve, who had the double down or whatever, then you guys would inherit the same double research kind of requirement. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Rather than also shifting your negative uh, modifiers, you just... He's got whatever a point. you shipped over, they receive with whatever <laughs> modifiers they have or whatever. Which... So I feel this going very south for me, but uh, which, 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 what do we think, Mark? With modifiers or with the innate modifiers that the other player has? I think to simplify it. You can only pass what you got. Pass what you got. Yeah, you can only pass what you got. I I, I agree. So you can only pass to research if you go ahead and complete Half-Life 2 in that month's time. All right. Uh, so Mark, we already said you got no, you know, no uh, end game, so you can just play Psychonauts two at your leisure, apparently, or not. L- lucked out, lucked out of this first one. Yeah. Good luck um, playing with any of us, I guess, for the next hour long. <laughs> if, he, if if he doesn't complete it, however, like again, because he used elimination, elimination's that that real game changer right there. So he has no pressure of it's that like one that month. Draw four card, yeah. It's- yeah. Hey, <laughs> just remember, there's always going to be future opportunities for uh, backlog beatdown. We'll figure out at what type of intervals we want to put this into the show because we've taken like a half hour just talking about it. Uh, Steve, Super Mario Sunshine in one month, you complete it, fantastic. Then you get to throw uh, sixty days of custom shirt chaos to uh, one of the other 30 players. Days. Thirty days. He had double down. Right, I double down. But so we're not transferring the double down. We just we just no. talked about that literally. Yes, we, the research thing. We we just said we're yes, just that's why you me. had double down on your research. So you're sending two research. No, that wasn't. He we had, literally just said yes. we were just going to stick with the punishment, and then the recipient of the punishment would add their modifiers. Was that not? Can what we that be pedantic? Said? Was that not what we just said? No, that is not what we just said. Mark and I just you agreed. Just, we just ended it. No, Mark I and I just agreed, and we said you can research. only send. We said right, you can only send what you've got. So you oh, drew double down. God. All right. Whatever. So you can only send <laughs> the two times research. Um, so anyway, well, yeah, of course you could only. Whatever. That's... <laughs> Never mind. You're just going to actively screw somebody. It just doesn't make sense. Well, no, I feel like it makes complete sense. You're trying to go for the harsher punishment. We're going really. for the reprieve. Not really. Like, I, if you, so if I have, if you, you if don't I have think it's two, harsh. So if I have two researches to hand out, I could still just hand them to the same person. They get two researches. But what you're inferring is, let's say you pass those to me because I drew a double down. Now I've got the 10 movies and I have four research? No, no. I was saying I would only be able to pass on my end game, which is just the research. You have double down, so you would double it down or whatever. You're going to have double fist up your butt in a second. I'm saying the modifiers only apply to you. The modifiers simply modify the end game. 
the modifiers simply modify the end game. Whatever right. is like right now is your actual end game. Whatever. So your Maybe actual end game is the two research, and that's all fine. you can toss off. That fine. Whatever. That's fine. Excellent. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, so, like we said, Steve, Super Mario Sunshine within one month, you finish it. Fantastic. You get to go ahead and throw sixty days of the custom shirt chaos to whomever you want. Um, I so guess if we get to split that up or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so this is what I'm saying. Right. It becomes very convoluted if everybody gets to. So, to be honest, or whatever we got. if yeah. if I if I do it, I'm gonna make a giant penis on the shirt. That's not no. It's our design because we're gonna go ahead and use it later as no, merch. It's, so. gonna a, it's gonna be a huge penis. Anyways, uh, but if you go ahead and if you, we yeah, we already said finish it in a month. And you're good to go. You can toss that end game to somebody else. If you don't finish it in the month, then you get to wear it for 60 days. Cool. All right. So that's it for Backlog Beatdown, first iteration of 2023. Holy crap. I didn't think it was going to go that long. But uh, I think now, at least now that we kind of have an idea, there's a couple little things to iron out, but I think we got it. I really honestly was hoping that Matt was going to get uh, uh, sit up, suck up, or push up payoff. But, you know, is what it is. It is what it is. He spun and got what it was. So uh, let's go talk about it. Let's wrap up the show. Talk about it. Matt, what you been doing? What you been playing? Where can the people find you? Uh, nowhere, apparently. I guess I'm going to be playing halfway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, I, I finished up High on Life. That was enjoyable. Uh, dabbled a yeah. couple of matches in the old Modern Warfare or whatever with uh, Stephen Logan. Coward. Forget. Coward. Uh, yeah, uh, otherwise, not much work. Usual, all right, sounds good. And uh, Steve, aka Karis, what you been doing? What you been playing? Where can the people all presumably also I, not find you? I, <laughs> I, I can be found if you have skills, a very um, particular I'll, set, I'll, a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I don't know who are. I don't know what you want. Um, no, I was playing High on Life. Uh, one more Trek to Yummy. Phenomenal game, by the way. And then uh, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, the new one, not the old one. And uh, yeah, that's good. I was, I was wrecking house. Matt can attest to that. That wreck house. <laughs> All right, sounds good. And uh, Mark, Mister Snipe ninety, what you been doing? What you been playing? Where can the people find you? Um, I'm also been dabbling in the uh, my warfare. Uh, played some DMZ uh, stuff with the, with the homies here. Uh, uh, I'll be playing some Psychonauts too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or not. You, or uh, not. You have zero uh, risk. Yeah. Zero risk. Zero reward. <laughs> Zero yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah true yeah how does that work with the elimination now i guess you just are incentivized to just not just, even do it because if you I do mean, it well you don't really I, get anything so you don't personal have goal i guess i think yeah. being the gamer yeah. that he is he's gonna he's gonna still have that purposeful drive yeah. to finish it yeah. well yeah, yeah. Uh, my prediction would be complete by february well, yeah, you gave yourself a month. So. Well, yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's only now, two weeks. So. 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> One, okay. two, three, four. So that would be February 10th. February 10th is the, the deadline for all of these. Yeah. For but, those uh, that actually have an endgame. Yeah. Bro, it's the 14th. I'm just going to sit back and uh, you know, enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, you can, uh, just, if you can't find me here, you can find me sleeping. Steve, Steve, raises, <laughs> Steve raises an interesting point. How how are we defining a month for the purpose of this? Are we just going to do 30 days or we'll whatever? Because Steve was like, well, you know, X number of days for January, but of course it's January to February. Whatever. My exact yeah. words How, how are we defining it? You said it's 14th, right, I know. But Valentine's Day is re- the... Regardless... How, how are we defining the month? Valentine's Valentine or Valentine's? Time. Well, Valentine's. Time. So, yes. so keeping it simple and just saying 30 days in a month. 30 days. Uh, okay. I just counted 30 days would be February 12th. So there you go. As, as far as me being still Saturday the 13th. Well, if you want to simplify it even more, I'm, or we can, Friday the 13th. Saturday, we can touch Saturday base on February 10th on an episode. Yeah, I mean, realistically, that's probably what is going to happen. On February 10th, we're going to have a recording. Uh, the recording that you guys will be doing because I will be out of town. Um, so, realistically, my my end game needs to be done even quicker. Um, but, yeah, you guys can, can kind of touch base and see how things are going, where you're at, and uh, how close you are. I'll, I will... It's nice you'll be out of town knock so we can wood. say that you failed. And- I will knock on wood and have my stuff done. I will, I will oh. show you the video. I will show doing you the video. Any, uh, mobile video, I guess. Mm. Credit roll. Um, yeah, so ideally, uh, stuff for the podcast, it'll be good if we go ahead and you have, if it's like rolling credits, yeah, just have like some quick little 10, 15 seconds. I did it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Something. provide that. You know, otherwise, yeah, so we're going to hire one of them dudes, you know, from Japan to beat the game for him, get the achievements. We can't go by achievements. Got to. I'm about to. I'm about to <laughs> pull up the stats if I can. Anyways, all right, cool. Uh, so for me, um, what I've been doing, what I've been playing. Holy cow! Uh, as Matt mentioned, it just oh, had the birthday, uh, birthday, birthday twin Phil Spencer and I went ahead and just celebrated birthdays, um, <laughs> and. Yeah, I thought it was actually kind of interesting when I when I realized that Phil and I had the same birthday. Um, so, anywho, uh, went up to the what mountains here not uh, the other day. I think I showed you guys a picture. Got in the snow a little ah. bit, so I got to play around with that. Did a little no to snow. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and you know then, nothing snow. <laughs> ice, ice is in the ice. Um, bah, bah, bah. What have I been playing? So I've been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot of Overcooked. Uh, it has been quite some time since I've seen my wife be competitive, and holy crap, that game makes her competitive. I, it, it's a it's fire I haven't seen in a while. Um, and she's already talking about Overcooked, too, so I have to try and convince her I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, <laughs> other well, than we're that, all down to play Overcooked, too, at least. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, what have I been playing? Uh, so I've been playing that. Uh, Death's Door. Um uh played modern warfare 2 i'm working on the campaign for that i want to rip through the campaign first on like one of the easier difficulties and then go back for the the veteran or realistic um man i feel like i have opened so many games lately uh, 
it's like four or five things. I can't think of them all right now for some reason, but uh, probably because my brain is just saying, overcooked, that's all you've played. Um, You're going to be yeah. zero dawn, so. You know, yeah, apparently. Play one I'm, and I'm, game seven. So. I'm gonna, I, I gotta find. I gotta find where the where the stats are. I got stats on the on the PlayStation app. Anyways, um, so that's it. Uh, known as Ice on all things gaming, social media. You find me on all those different platforms. Uh, and uh, yep, that's about it. So that's it, guys. That's been episode seventy two of Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. Uh, make sure you do all the great things. Like, subscribe if you're still listening to us. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, made a lengthy episode in part by. The initial discussion of Backlog Beatdown, a game that we will hopefully play uh, sparingly on the show, uh, but we'll play faster based on, you know, now that we understand all the rules and stuff. Uh, so with that being said, uh, go ahead, get get back into it. Uh, have a great weekend. If it's a holiday weekend for you guys, uh, enjoy the most that you can with family, friends, and with your games. And remember, gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of. Thanks for listening to the Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. If you have any feedback for the show or would like to contribute ideas, feel free to call 702-690-9292 or email us at gamingsgreatestgeneration at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord community by following the link in the show notes. See you next time.